Welcome to Heirloom Radio, a different kind of oldies program, and on this track I have something for you that is very different. It is another, but different, very different, adventure of the one and the only World War I U.S. Army pilot Captain Jim Albright. They were going to call the show The Jim Albright Show, but that simply was not going to interest child radio listeners or the moms and pops either. So the producers got together at a little party and had a few drinks and came up with the new name of the show, High Flying Jim, By Plane Bobby, Late Night Lou, Sabotage Sam, Secret Squadron Steve. They brainstormed well into the night and a few more drinks, and one of the producers said to the captain, Albright, gee... It's getting late. It's nearly midnight, Captain. I gotta go home and let the dog out. Nearly midnight, Captain. Nearly midnight, Captain. Another member of the production staff jumped up and said, I've got it. I've got the name of the new show. Are you ready for this? Everyone paid attention. I think we should call this show Midnight Captain. There was total silence. You could almost hear the crickets. Captain Albright, who was a little hard of hearing because of the loud sounds of the engine and the 45mm Gatling gun that was firing on his biplane over France in the First World War, said, Midnight what? And the staff member yelled back, Captain Midnight, and someone yelled, Genius! Captain Midnight! In 1938, the premier show featured Albright as a private pilot who helped people, but things changed in 1940. There was a war going on in Europe. The show was then sponsored by Ovaltine, and the original story explained how Albright was recruited to head the Secret Squadron, an aviation paramilitary organization put together to fight sabotage and espionage during the period prior to the United States' entry into World War II after December 7, 1941. Once the U.S. was into World War II, the show shifted the Secret Squadron's duties to fight the more unconventional aspects of war, and they needed villains direct from the casting studio. Ivan Stark, Axis villains like Baron von Kapp, Admiral Himakoto, General von Schecker. The secret squadron duties then took them outside the continental United States to adventures in Europe, South America, the Pacific continent of Asia. On this track, you're going to hear two back-to-back episodes from January 1st, 1940, and a belated Happy New Year's to one and all, and January 3rd, 1940. The title of the first episode is Questioning Zollinger, and the second episode is entitled What's in the River? Fish? Water? Weeds? Old logs? A body? You'll have to listen to find out. So put on your parachutes, push your biplane out of the barn, fuel it up, Tie a couple of water balloons on it, or fake bombs, one on each wing, 
and make sure the rope reaches into the cockpit so you can release the water balloons, I mean bombs, over the enemy's land and wet them down well. And load up the Gatling gun with a few squirts of water and make sure the timing of the gunfire is correct so you won't shoot your propeller and crash the plane. And remember, the show is called Captain Midnight. Okay, let's go on an adventure. So let's all straighten up and fly right. My name is John Lovering, and I thank you for listening to Midnight Cap- I mean Captain Midnight on Heirloom Radio. The Skelly Oil Company presents Captain Midnight. Captain Midnight, brought to you five times each week by the Skelly Oil Company, Skelly Choppers and Dealers. Always watch for the red, white, and blue sign with the big letter S that stands for Skelly Service. But now, here it is, New Year's Day. The first day in a new year that will offer many hours of keen adventure to the hundreds and thousands of fellas and girls who are following the strange events in the exciting story of Captain Midnight. Boy, there's plenty of action so far, and lots more coming. And the mysteries grow deeper and deeper. Captain Midnight and his friends have just won an important victory in their battle with Ivan Shark. They have won possession of the Parada Hacienda, the headquarters of Shark's villainous operations in Old Mexico. But what about Shark himself? Is he still alive? If so, where is he now? And remember this. Chuck Ramsey and Patsy Donovan have sent word to all the members of Captain Midnight's new 1940 flight patrol to be ready to help them in a mysterious adventure that's coming soon. So don't forget, there's real excitement ahead for every member. Tune in every day. Don't miss a single adventure of Captain Midnight. And here's something else exciting for you to do. Remember, every flight patrol member is the co-pilot of his family car. And one of your jobs is seeing to it that the family car is kept in the very best of condition for safe driving at all times. Well, listen, now's the time to make absolutely sure that your family car is starting the new year right. Have mother or dad stop by your good old Skelly service station for a checking over tomorrow. For one thing, you'll want some of that clean, fast-flowing Skelly Tagoline winter motor oil. The oil that lets the motor turn over easy on coldest mornings, yet keeps its body, too, in the intense heat of modern high-speed motors. That means real protection for the motor of your family car. And that's what Skelly Tagoline gives you. Because Tagoline motor oil is free-flowing when it's cold, and it's still in there working when the motor is hot. That means a longer-lasting oil, too. So tell Dad to try some Skelly Tagoline next time you're near a Skelly service station. When he sees how it stands up mile after mile, I'll bet Dad will make a New Year's resolution to use nothing else but Skelly Tagoline motor oil in 1940. And now to Captain Midnight. At last, the famous pilot has turned the tables on his old enemy, Ivan Shark. Senor Paredes Hacienda has been recaptured and most of Ivan Shark's men, including his servant Fang, are prisoners. Captain Midnight and Chuck believe that Ivan Shark lost his life 
in the underground water chamber of the old Aztec temple. But so far, they have no proof of their belief. It is now shortly after the capture of the Hacienda. Captain Midnight and Chuck are in the library where they have been questioning Fang. But they have been interrupted by Senor Pareda. And with him is the mute pilot Zollinger who has pretended to be deaf. Listen as Captain Midnight exclaims... You're right, Chuck. It is Zollinger. See me, Capitan. I think perhaps you'd like to ask him the question. Yes, I would, Senor Pareda. This man may be able to tell us a lot. That is, if he wishes to. Honorable Captain Midnight will discover men who work for Ivan Shark... Do not talk. Uh, we'll see about that. Bring Zollinger forward, Senor Pareda. See me, Capitan. What shall we do with Fang, Captain Midnight? Shall we question him any more? We'll see, Chuck. There are some more things I want to question Fang about. You are wasting time, Captain Midnight. Fang, say no more. You gave us some fairly good information already. Why won't you say any more now? I have told nothing that would injure my master, Ivan Shark. Hmm. As despicable as you are, I do give you credit for being loyal to your chief. All right, I'll come back to you later. We'll have to write some questions to ask Zollinger. I'll write out the first one, then. It do you no good, Captain Midnight. You waste much time. Better send Zollinger and Fang to join other prisoners. So you and Zollinger want to be sent to join the other prisoners, eh? It does no good to keep us here. Can I say something to you alone, Captain Midnight? Hmm? Oh, certainly, Chuck. Here, wait. We'll move over this way. Oh, now, what is it? I don't think Fang will talk in front of Zollinger. You may be right, Chuck. But I don't think we're going to get much more out of Fang anyway. Except maybe some false information. Yes, you're right. And this man Zollinger helped us before. He may help us again. Wait a minute. Senor Pareda. See me, Capitan. Will you please take Fang and put him with the other prisoners? See me, Capitan. And then join us as soon as possible. See, Senor. I will go at once. You will come with me, Fang. Ah. All right, Chuck. Now, here's the first question for Zollinger. Jiminy Crickets. Look at him. Why, he's grinning from ear to ear since Fang left. Look, what's he pointing at his ear for? Well, you got me. I'll give him a piece of paper. Yeah, wait. Here's a pencil. Here you are, Zollinger. He's going to write something. Hmm. Well, he hasn't even bothered to read the question I asked him. There, he's finished. Wait, I'll see what he says. Here it is. Well, can you tie this, Chuck? Here's what he's written. I can hear everything you say. I am not deaf. Please, and beacons. Well, that's what Ma Donovan thought all the time. She was sure he could hear everything said. Well, that's going to save a lot of time. I'm going to have to keep writing him questions. Well, Zollinger, why did you try to make us believe you were deaf? Gosh, look at him, right? Mm-hmm. Ah, here's what he's written. I did not know your game. Gee, it won't take long to tell him that. I should say not. Well, Zollinger, here is my game, as you call it. Only it's not a game, but my duty. To rid the world of one of the worst criminals of all time. Ivan Shark. Jiminy Crickets, look at him grin. That must be good news to Wait him. a minute, wait a minute. He's writing something else now. What does he say this time? All right, I'll read it to you. The men say you have killed Ivan Shark. Is it true? Oh, that's something we'd like to know ourselves. To be truthful, Zollinger, we don't know. The last we saw of Ivan Shark, he was in an underground water chamber, and the water had risen up to the ceiling. We believe that he drowned, but we've not been able to verify this. Well, look, he's writing something else. Mm-hmm. Oh, there, here it is. Ivan Shark is clever. He will get out if there is any way. Watch his secret landing field. Gosh, he seems to be as anxious as we are to see Shark dead. Yes. But what's that about Shark's secret landing field? I can guess. Uh, Zollinger, you're afraid that Ivan Shark will escape from his secret landing field by plane, is that it? That's it, all right. Look, he's making motions with his hands like a plane taking off. Mm-hmm. Does Ivan Shark keep his personal plane at the secret landing field, Zollinger? Yeah, Shark must. See, Zollinger's nodding his head. Wait a minute. Oh, he's writing something else. There, he's finished. Mm-hmm. Here's what he says. You must not let Ivan Shark escape. 
What's that? I don't know, but we'll find out right away. Well, what'll we do with Zollinger? Listen, Zollinger. Are you with us or against us? Oh, I'm sure we can trust him. Look, he's nodding his head. Yes, and look, he's whipped the gun out of his pocket. All right, come on, Chuck. Come on, Zollinger. Let's go. There's fighting going on in the other end of the courtyard. Yes, and there are some of the prisoners. They're escaping. Hurry, Chuck. Hurry, Zollinger. Well, good night. Those men are getting away. Come on, come on, faster. And there's Senor Pareda. Senor Pareda, what's happened? Well, something's gone wrong, very wrong. Here he comes. We'll find out about it now. Yes. Oh, me amigos, this is the terrible thing. Quick, Senor Pareda, what's happened? Oh, me capitan, some of the prisoners, they have escaped. Oh, how did it happen? Some men, they make this surprise attack. They come into the garden, and we do not know they are here until they are upon us. Uh, who were these men, Senor? Me capitan, I do not know. I have never seen them before. They have the leader, a big man with the black hair and the black mustache. Oh, look, Zollinger wants to tell us something. Here, I've got a piece of paper in my pocket and a pencil. Yes, write it down, Zollinger, quickly, quickly. Come on. Ah, there, he's finished. I'll read it. Uh, the big man is named Rossman. He works for Ivan Shark. See, me amigos, that is it. Perhaps soon we have the more men come back to make the attack. Well, that's true enough, senor. And we don't know how many of Shark's men may be surrounding the hacienda. How many prisoners escaped, senor Pareda? About five or six, I think, make the escape. Did this fellow Fang get away? See, me, Capitan. Oh. He's the first one to get out. Oh, look. Zollinger wants to write again. Mm -hmm. Here you are, Zollinger. There, I've got it. Go ahead, Chuck. Go ahead, read it. Here's what it says. Fang is very dangerous. So also are the Mangardo and Fury Shark. Wait a minute. The last we knew of Fury, she was over at the Aztec Temple. I can see the whole thing now. What do you mean, Captain Midnight? My guess is that Gardo found Fury Shark and released her. See me, Capitan. That is what has happened. Zoller thinks so, too. Look at him nod his head. Oh, this makes a bad situation. I'd like to send some men to Shark's secret landing field, but well, I don't know how we can spare any. This place may be attacked again any minute. We mustn't forget that we've left part of our party at the temple. Yes, and with two dangerous prisoners. Yes, see, we must go back to get them. Now, look, it's just getting daybreak. Chuck, you return with me to the Aztec temple, Senor Pareda. See. You take charge here and defend the Hacienda as best you can. Zollinger here will help you. Will you not, Zollinger? Oh, sure he will. He's nodding his head. Good. Hurry, Chuck. We've got to be on our way. Our scene changes to the bank of the jungle river below the old Aztec temple. It's a damp, unhealthy place. Two people are anxiously scanning the approaches to the temple. They are Gardo and Fury Shark. Listen as Gardo says. Yeah, the chief's dead all right. How you gonna keep alive in an underground water chamber with the water up against the ceiling? And another thing. Don't forget that Captain Midnight and Chuck Ramsey were with him. And what if they are dead, Gardo? The death of Captain Midnight and Chuck Ramsey will not bring back Ivan Shark. One of the cleverest and most unscrupulous men that ever lived. And I say this as a compliment to my father. Yeah. Well, the chief took one chance too many that time, Fury. Say, uh, how long was the chief in the water? I mean, how long after 12 o'clock? It was almost time for me to move the lever, which would open the door to let Ivan escape when Von Griff and Lucho surprised me. Uh, how long was it before they left? Oh, about five minutes. And then it was about another two minutes before you came along. Well, uh, that makes about seven minutes and all the chief was underwater, huh? Well, the chief's got out of some bad ones, but I don't think even he could stay underwater that long and keep alive. Oh, Ivan, Ivan, why did you do it? Oh, come on, Fury. We better be getting out of here before we know it. We'll be thrown in one of these Mexican jails. I told you, Gardo. You may go if you wish to. I will not leave here until I am sure there is no more hope. And, and don't forget something else. We heard that big party go down through the secret trail. They were probably headed for the hacienda. Suppose they were, Gardo. What good is the hacienda without Ivan? 
When we are sure Ivan is dead, we will make our way to the secret landing field and take off in a plane. Now that you are such a good pilot, we will not fail to make our escape. Yeah, yeah, that's what we'll do. And if the chief's really bumped off, <laughs> I'll take over the mob. Why, sure. <laughs> I'll be the chief just like he used to be. <laughs> that is the laugh, Gardo. To think that you could ever rule in Ivan's place. Did he not always say that you had no imagination? What a fool you are to think you... Hey, quiet, Fury, quiet. What is it, Gardo? What do you see? Look up the river, Fury. In the water. There is something, Gardo. Something or someone swimming. Swimming under the water. Well, what is it that Gardo has seen in the treacherous jungle river? Is it man or beast? And meanwhile, what is happening in the old temple and in Senor Paredes' hacienda? Tune in tomorrow to Captain Midnight. And now, remember that co-pilot's job of yours. New Year's Day is a good time to resolve to be a better co-pilot for your family car. Be a real help to mother and dad in that important job of keeping the family car spinning along in tip-top shape. And a mighty good way to do that is to pilot that car regularly into your Skelly service station. Keep the tank filled with quick-starting, tailor-made Skelly Aeromax gasoline. And always use fast-flowing Skelly Tagoline motor oil. The oil that lets your motor turn over easy on cold mornings, but also keeps on protecting every moving part of the motor when your car is traveling at top speed. Tell Dad about Skelly Tagoline motor oil tonight. And don't forget to tune in again tomorrow, same time, same station, for further transcribed adventures of Captain Midnight, brought to you by the Skelly Oil Company, Skelly Jobbers and Dealers. What is it that suddenly appears in the dangerous jungle river? Is it a new danger to Captain Midnight? And what has happened to Ivan Sharp? Be sure to listen tomorrow. Until then, this is Don Gordon, your Skelly Man, saying goodbye and happy landing! Company presents Captain Midnight.
Captain Midnight, brought to you five times each week by the Skelly Oil Company, Skelly Joppers and Dealers. Well, sir, the football season is long past, but you know, the real football fan is still picking players for his personal All-American football team. Now, what does a person look for in the players he chooses on an All-American team? Well, first, he wants a player that has speed in the pinches, extra power when the going is tough, and plenty of punch to perform at his best under all conditions. When a player has all that, well, you can be pretty sure he's All-American material. And speaking of All-American material, here's an all-time champion for your family car. It's Skelly TaylorMade Aeromax gasoline. Now, let's see just why Skelly TaylorMade Aeromax is a champion gasoline for your family car. First of all, Skelly Aeromax is a team player. It really helps your car pull together and work as a smooth running machine in all kinds of weather because it's tailor-made for your weather. Always ready to give all-American performance. And say, on your all-American team, you're going to want players who can swing into action the second the play begins. And that's just what Dad wants when he buys a gasoline. Quick starts in every kind of weather. That's what Dad gets with Skelly TaylorMade Aeromax gasoline. A cyclone of power the second he steps on the starter. So the next time you're off riding with Dad or Mother, tell them how you pick an All-American football team, and then tell them about the All-American gasoline. Skelly TaylorMade Aeromax, a champion for quick starts and smooth running performance. Dad or Mother will be glad you're so interested in sports and happy to find out about the All-American gasoline for their car, too. Tell them to try Skelly TaylorMade Aeromax gasoline tonight. And now to Captain Midnight. The mute pilot Zollinger has declared himself friendly to Captain Midnight. And Ivan Shark is believed to have been drowned in the underground water chamber. But there is no proof. As our scene opens today, dawn is just breaking. On the bank of the Jungle River, not far from the Aztec Temple, screened from view by tangled undergrowth, are Fury Shark and Gardo. Gardo has been trying to persuade Fury Shark to leave, when suddenly, something in the water attracts his attention. Listen as Fury Shark exclaims. You are right, Gardo. There is something below the surface of the water. Hey, I, I don't like this, Fury. It gives me the creeps. Ah, you make me sick, Gardo. Always afraid of the things you cannot understand. Yeah, but what could it be? You look at those ripples on the water. Must be something awful big. Quiet, Gardo. Let us watch. Well, look, it's getting closer. The water is too muddy to tell what it is. It stopped moving ahead. It's coming to the surface. Be careful, Gardo. Not a sound. It's coming out of the water. It's not an animal, Gardo. It's a man. Well, I'll fix him. Here's my oh, gun. You fool, Gardo. Put it down. Look. Why, it's your chief. It's my father, Ivan Shark. Well, can you tie that? Hey, chief, swim over here. Oh, he's looking this way. He sees us. Quick, Father, swim this way. Hey, this is sure a swell break. How do you suppose? I don't care about that, Gado. All that matters is that Ivan Shark is still alive. It's just like a guy coming back from the dead. Oh, Father, we're so glad to see you. Here, Chief, I'll help you up the bank. Uh, 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 I'm exhausted, Jerry. Well, here's a place you can sit down cheaper. Hey, you, you better take it easy. Oh, you must be cold, Father, in those wet clothes. Give him your coat, Gardo. Nonsense, Gary. What is a little water to Ivan Shark? Keep your coat on, Gardo. I will be all right in a couple of minutes. The sun will soon be up and we'll dry you off. We cannot wait. 
As soon as I have recovered my breath, we must hurry back to the temple. Go back to the temple? That ain't no healthy place for us now. No, Father. Would it not be safer for us to escape while we can? Run away? When there is a fortune just for the asking? I should say not. You mean the parade of treasure? Certainly I do. It is down in that water chamber. All we have to do is go get it. Then we will be gone. But Gado and I heard a large party leave the temple about two hours ago. They may be back any minute. Huh? Did you recognize any of them? No, Chief. It was too dark. You couldn't see them. You are thinking, Ivan, that it was Captain Midnight? Yeah, Chief. What about Captain Midnight? Are he and Chuck Ramsey dead? That I cannot say, Gardo. Unfortunately, I'm inclined to believe they are not dead. But he and Chuck Ramsey were in the water chamber with you, were they not? Indeed, they were. And if it had not been for you, everything would have turned out all right. Just at the moment I needed you most, you failed me, Fury. You may be sure I will remember this. But, Ivan, it could not be helped. I was waiting to open the door at 12 o'clock when I was seized by Lutro and Von Griff. What is that? Lutro and Von Griff? Where did they come from? I do not know, Ivan. But they must have been in the passageway, for they overheard our conversation. I found that out. And ah, now I see it. Von Griff knew of my plans, and he joined forces with Lutro. Well, listen, Chief. How did you ever get out of that water chamber? We figured you must have been in there over seven minutes. Yes, and even then you did not come out of the door. Yes, Gary, I know. It looked as if my number was up, but there was one thing that saved me. What was that, Chief? I saved myself by keeping my wits about me, Gardo. Something which you do not always do. Oh, quickly, Father, tell us about it. Well, I had noticed that Captain Midnight made two trips to the far end of the chamber. The second time, he dove down under the water. And when he returned, he had a whispered conversation with the boy Chuck Ramsey. At the last minute, when the water was almost to the ceiling and 12 o'clock had passed, I knew I would have to act quickly. I knew then there was no escape by the door. Yes, Chief, go on. I heard Captain Midnight whisper to Chuck Ramsey to follow him. He took a deep breath and sunk under the water. So did the boy. I figured they were swimming under the water to far end of the chamber. So I took a big breath and followed them. And what did you find? The storm and following flood had washed out part of the wall between the chamber and the river. There was a hole big enough to wriggle through. I did so, and very soon, my lungs almost bursting, I was forced to rise to the surface. And you didn't see Captain Midnight and Chuck Ramsey? No, Gardo. It was still cloudy at that time, and it was almost pitch black. I found the ledge on the far side of the river and pulled myself up to recover. Then I swam farther down the river and rested again. I was coming down the river, hoping to gain the jungle trail. I was swimming underwater to avoid attracting attention. Uh, my poor Ivan. You have been through a terrible experience. Ah, what is that? I have been through a thousand of them. And now I am fully recovered. We must be on the move to the temple at once. Captain Midnight will soon learn that Ivan Shark is not dead after all. And at the same moment, miles away, but on the jungle trail leading to the temple, are Captain Midnight and Chuck Ramsey. Following them is a group of Senor Parada's men. Listen as Chuck says. Gee, isn't it swell how things are turning out? Yes, we've got a lot to be thankful for, Chuck. But don't forget, we aren't out of this by any means. We don't know whether Ivan Shark's dead or alive, and his men are a constant threat to us. Yeah, especially since that bunch of them escaped. Yes. But gosh, Captain Midnight, do you really think they'll attack the Hacienda? They may, Chuck, if they have a leader. Otherwise not. You mean if Ivan Shark got away? Yes, Chuck, that's what I mean. With Ivan Shark to lead them, to do their thinking for them, they may try to gain control again. Oh, gee. If we could have only made sure that Shark didn't get out of that water chamber. I know, Chuck. And for a moment, just after you and I escaped through that hole in the wall, I had an impulse to wait and see the Shark didn't follow us. Yeah, but we couldn't. We were both almost exhausted. As a matter of fact, I don't think we were under that water much more than a minute. 
And I have stayed underwater over two. <laughs> yes. Seemed about ten minutes, Chuck. But I know what the reason was. Gosh, what was it? Well, now, if you'll remember, the water in the chamber had risen almost to the ceiling. What little air remained was very bad. So when we took a full breath, we were taking in a lot of foul air. Why, sure. I never thought of that. No wonder we were all in. You know, there's one thing I'm very thankful for, Chuck. And that is that you again showed that you could keep your head. There was every reason in the world for you to get panic-stricken. But you didn't. I guess I'll have to tell the truth. If you hadn't been there with me, I probably would have lost my head. No, I don't think so, Chuck. Experience is a great teacher, you know. Gee, I, I don't believe I quite understand. Well, merely this. After you've been in a few tight spots, it's easier to remain cool. Because you think back and remember that you got out of the other ones by remaining calm and using your head. Well, that's right. What you mean is that experiences like that build up your confidence. That's the ticket, Chuck. Well, in a little while, we'll be at the temple. Mm -hmm. uh, we'll get Ma and Patsy and Pinky and Slim and the rest of Senor Parada's men. And don't forget the prisoners, Lutro and Von Griff. We must keep our hands on them. I'll say we must. Why, they're just as bad as Ivan Shark. But what do we do when we get to the temple? Well, we'll first make a final examination of the water chamber. If Ivan Shark's actually dead, I've got to make sure of it. Well, that means diving down into that water chamber, doesn't it? Yes, but it won't be so bad this time. And another thing, we'll open the door and go through that way instead of through the hole by which we escaped. And after that, well, what next? We'll take the rest of the crowd back to the Hacienda. Then we'll follow up that tip from Zollinger about the secret field. And I'll say, if Ivan Shark's big plane is there, we sure want to get hold of it. Mm -hmm. It wouldn't only cut off his escape if he did get out of the water, but it would also give us a way of getting back to the States. Yes, and then after we've had a good rest, we'll take off for the border. We've got to find out what's happened to Major Steele and Bud Conley. But come on, Chuck. Let's get to the temple as fast as we can. And as Captain Midnight and Chuck make their way toward the temple, we find Ivan Shark, Fury Shark, and Gardo descending the stone stairs leading to the water chamber. Listen as Ivan Shark says, I was hoping we could turn off the water, but the break in the wall has jammed the mechanism. But Ivan, the stone door remains open. Yeah, Chief, we can get in all right. It would have been easier if we could have closed off the water flow. But that cannot be helped now. We are down to the water, Father. I can see the opening into the chamber beneath the surface. Well, what are you going to do now, Chief? I am going back into the water chamber, Gardo. And I am going to recover the parade of treasure. Then we will make for the secret field and take off. But do you think you can find the treasure, Ivan? I know exactly where it is. It may take me two trips under the water, but that will be all. Well, you must hurry, Ivan. We do not have any time to waste. Yeah, Chief, someone might come here any minute. That is why you two must be on your guard every second. We will be most careful, Father. But please hurry. We must not stay here any longer than necessary. I have taken off my coat. My clothes are already wet, so it makes very little difference. Watch carefully while I am gone. Hey, you got to hand it to the Chief, Fury. He's sure a cool one. Yes, Gardo. Ivan is the coolest man I have ever known. That explains his success. There's only one guy that comes anywhere near him, and that's Captain Midnight. Bah, Captain Midnight. He cannot be compared to Ivan Shark. But we must be careful, Gardo. Remember what Ivan has said. Yeah, I'll get back a few steps up the stairs so I can see down the passageway. Yes, Gardo, that will be better. We must not be taken by surprise. I wish the chief had come back, Fury. This place always did give me the jitters. I'll be glad when we're away from here. Look, Gardo. I think Ivan is coming now. Yeah, yeah, that's him, all right. Yes, Father, let me help you. Hurry. Hurry. Someone has been here before us. The treasure is gone. Gone? What? Cannot be true, Father. Well, who could have got it? Quiet. I hear someone coming. She's right, Chief. Listen to that. Quick, Gary. Gardo, we must get out of the passageway. Well... The voices must be those of Chuck and Captain Midnight coming into the temple. Again, the famous pilot and his old enemy are within a few feet of each other. What will happen? Tune in tomorrow 
to Captain Midnight. Now remember, show Dad that you're a whiz at picking All-American. And not just All-American football players either. Show him you know your stuff about All-American gasolines too. Tell him about quick-starting Skelly Tailor-Made Aeromax gasoline and why you think it has the power and speed and pep to make it a real All-American gasoline. And if once Dad tries it, he'll say it's a grand gasoline too. I'll bet he uses it from then on. And boy, oh boy, will you be proud of the way your family car starts and the way it steps out like a real champion on the highway. Yes, sir, for fast starts and real pickup, tell Dad to try your favorite All-American gasoline, Skelly Tailor-Made Aeromax. And don't forget to tune in again tomorrow, same time, same station, for further transcribed adventures of Captain Midnight. Brought to you by the Skelly Oil Company, Skelly Jobbers and Dealers. Who has made off with the Parade of Treasure? Could it be Von Griff and Lutro? Will Captain Midnight and Shark engage in another battle immediately? Be sure to listen tomorrow. Until then, this is Don Gordon, your Skelly Man, saying goodbye and happy landing!